Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba, Bogman, and the Welsh. The On Deck Podcast is brought to you commercial-free by LineStar app, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck Baseball Podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB to get all the great tweets and content they put out there, including home run calls, uh, lineups, news, the works. I recommend checking that out. It's a, it's a great thing. I have alerts on my phone for because it just gives me all the info all the time. So I recommend uh, following them and also download the app. Talk about it all the time in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's everything you need in the palm of your hands, the value tools, the stack tools, the just the projections, the chat room, everything you can possibly need to build a winning DFS lineup. So I highly recommend checking that out. You can find myself on Twitter at Pediatric. I have a special guest tonight because uh, Bogman's lazy. No, I'm kidding. Bogman's moving to Texas. So he's going to, you know, he's, do- he's doing stuff. He's not just sitting around. But I have a- another member of the Star family. If you're in the chat, you know him as Star Tyler. Tyler, how are we doing, man? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excellent. Excellent. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, we talk via email all the time and everything. So I'm looking forward to uh, I have a face to match to this now. Again, if you guys want to yeah. see what we look like, go to the Line Star YouTube channel. Go check all that stuff out. Give the old subscribe and a thumbs up there. But uh, Tyler, I believe you wanted to, to mention a few things about the wonderful Line Star. I do. We have uh, some exciting things coming up. We uh, are totally redoing the website and we have a lot of new kind of features coming to it. Uh, hoping to get that ready, you know, before NFL. So um, it's right around the corner. Uh, we also have some nice promos coming out. One that we did actually just tweet out today with uh, Thrive Fantasy. And so you guys can go to our Twitter there and uh, you can get that link. And then it's also in the newsletter. So if you get the newsletters, it's there. Um, but yeah, so we have some exciting things. We also have the NFL uh, pre-snap podcast coming back with uh, you and Bogman. That will be sponsored by Thrive. We're we're pretty excited to get it. With uh, we're gonna have two shows before the season starts. So as you know, and uh, I'm sure you're starting to get our, get ready for it and get excited. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, we're ready. Like we've been talking, and I said you need to move Bogman. We have stuff to do. We have football to get going here. It's, I, uh, we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was cracking up with Bogman. I was like, so the Diamondbacks are making you so upset you had to move to Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's hoping the Bills move to Austin. That's what he's hoping for. I got that whole rumor because he needs something else to root for. But yeah, Bogman's gonna he's going as far away as he can at least to, to move back to Texas where he's originally from. So huh, yeah, it's okay. it's it's a full circle thing for him but yeah it is pretty pretty funny i like playing with them and uh, especially like i said when they're actually playing each other while we record it's some of the best uh best visual youtube experiences you can have people i recommend yeah. checking it out so i'm very happy that the giants aren't playing the padres right now <laughs> well, we might have to make like a special episode later this season but uh your yeah. padres are, you guys are getting fernando back we'll talk about that later on in the episode he's coming back so yeah soon might be going soon. away yeah hopefully that, uh, hopefully that september schedule is crazy yeah it's gonna be a wild it's gonna be a yeah. great finish um it's just it sucks that the wild card game is gonna come down to two teams from the west it's gonna, it's gonna be brutal really yeah. brutal in that regard but we have 14 games on friday mm-hmm. big slate uh wrigley's out of the mix because they do their day game friday which is great good for them 
but uh, we have 14 games. So we're just going to get cracking here, Tyler, and let's go game by game as usual. And we'll kick things off here with Milwaukee at Pittsburgh. You have Brett Anderson versus Mitch Keller on this one. Keller's 57 on Fandle. He's 69 on DK. Anderson is 66 on Fandle, 72 on DK. This is going to be one of those games that looks a little uglier than over, over, under of nine. Any interest in either pitcher in this game? Not really. Uh, I know Anderson somehow put together a couple decent games lately, but I'm still not really in- interested. Not on a 14-game slate. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with this. This is more of a bats game or almost almost a pass game. Like the total's nine. Keller's been getting hit a lot. The Brewers' bats are white hot. So if you want to go Brewers' bats in this, I'm with you. Any bats interest you on this one? Uh, I mean, you can go with either offense here. Uh, Pittsburgh's cheap, which is nice. And like you said, Milwaukee's been hot. Yeah, Pittsburgh's very cheap. That's why I usually like to tout them. And Bogman laughs at me. But, hey, they're very, very affordable. And you can have some fun there. But uh, the the Brewers side of it, I checked the lineup and see what they come out with. But your guys like um, Wong leading off. Adamas is hitting everything. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'd kind of circle Adamas as my starting point. Let's put it that way. I He's been amazing ever since he got traded. Yeah, he's been absolutely outstanding. It's crazy. And then with Pitt, with our pitching on this slate, like we're probably going to need a cheap stack, you know, if you're if you're paying up. So Pitt could be there. Yeah, they could switch hitting Reynolds. You got Newman um, and a few other pieces there. Like it's the one I say is you don't have to go all in on a stack, but maybe two to three man, just enough yep. to get you the value and move on type thing. So. Mm-hmm. That can go exactly. a, big, a big way. Speaking of pricier pitchers, we head to, to Philadelphia. Cincinnati at the Philadelphia Phillies. Zach Wheeler is 10-3 on DK. He is 11-2 on FanDuel. Tyler Molly is 71 on DK, and he is 87 on FanDuel. Honestly, Tyler, I have no problem with either pitcher in this game, but I really like Zach Wheeler. He's t- near the top of the list for me tonight. I mean, he's... Because with DeGrom being hurt, Wheeler's got to be top Cy Young candidate right now. Yeah. You know, he's, he's been insane all season. So can definitely go there on DraftKings. 7,100 is way too cheap, cheap for uh, Tyler. Yeah. No, he's, he's very, very cheap on this one. So I'm hundred percent with you on that. So I, I think Wheeler is one of my top options for sure. And the fact like Molly, especially out of great America or great American small park, I think he's valid in this one. Philadelphia still has some thump. They got McCutcheon back, which is nice, but Hoskins still being out. Real Muto's questionable with the concussion. He passed the test, so he might be back on Friday, but still not 100% there. So I kind of think Molly could be a cheap play, at least on DraftKings. Not sure I want to go there on Fandle. Any interest in uh, Molly or any of the bats in this one? Uh, Not really. You know, I am kind of surprised. I thought that over-under would be a little bit lower. You know, it's at eight and, eight and a half, so there could be some offense here, but um, I'm not that interested. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those games I guess it's gonna be, it should be on paper a good pitching duel or like I like to say sometimes there might be some offense, but a four to three game really doesn't do it for your stacks, especially exactly. on a four, especially not on a 14 game slate. Smaller slate, sure, knock yourself out. This slate, you need that team that's going to score nine, eight, nine, ten points, run something like that. So look at that one and you might find it in the Atlanta, Washington. I don't think so, but you might. You got Charlie Morton at $8,300 on DK. He's 9,000 on FanDuel and on, um, for the Nats, you have Josiah Gray, 81 on DK. Fandle does not have him priced yet because uh, they like to lag sometimes. They don't know who's pitching. But I think Charlie Morton, especially on DK at 83, it's kind of a value actually at 9K on Fandle, but 83 on DK is a very good price for Morton for me. Yeah, 
I I love him at eight point three. Yeah, I or at nine K. Either and one, he, it's it's a great spot. And Washington's lineup right now is so watered down after all the trades. Yeah, lots of swing and miss in that lineup right now. So mm-hmm. that, that's what Morton does. He he's the guy that I like because he'll give up a run or two, which happens, but he strikes out enough that he'll still get you like twenty plus points, and you're sitting pretty. So yep. at eighty three hundred. That's SP2 territory with like you could pair him with Wheeler and be sitting pretty if you want. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't think I'm I don't want to attack Josiah Gray if that's who really is pitching. But uh, any interest in any bats in this game? Um, I think you can go after Atlanta a little bit. Uh, not super interested, but a small stack there is interesting, I think. Yeah, you could you could look at some Albies has been white hot, so yeah. that's definitely someone you can look at. And the thing with Gray, I, I like him. He still hasn't gone over eighty five pitches yet, so you're going to get a lot of Nats bullpen, which we know is kind of watered down as well. So that's, sure. that's something to keep in mind, as you mentioned. All right, let's head to Miami on this one. The Cubs at the Marlins. We got Adbert Alzale versus Jesus Lazardo over under seven and a half, which kind of surprises me, to be honest, but I guess it's two rough teams. Alzale is 76 on DK. He's 67 on Fandle. Lazardo is 67 on DK, 65 on Fandle. I'm kind of out on both pitchers. What about you? Uh, agreed. I'm out. Yeah. If I have to play one, it'd be Alzale. Yeah. yeah, at least you know he can go deep in the game if you mm-hmm. need to. Lazardo hasn't shown he can go deep, and he hasn't shown consistency to just pitch well right now. So sure. with that being – and it is the, the, the tempting thing, though, it is Chicago, who we know their offense as well. But with these kind of up-and-down pitchers, any interest in bats in this one? Uh, I could go to either one. That uh, over-under does scare me a little bit. But um, it's another one where it's kind of cheap and – your boy uh, Lewis Brinson is still yep. very cheap. Oh man, like DK just can't get it figured out. It's ridiculous, <laughs> and like, and he's going up. Yeah, I, I will have a lot. Like, I just keep playing him. I really do, and I laugh because even I, I tweeted it out the other day. It was on was it a four game? Yeah, four game day slate. He was like six percent owned the night before on the thirteen or fourteen. He was like he was point nine percent owned. I'm like. He's 2K hitting cleanup against a bad pitcher, guys. Like, this is the easiest yeah. value in the world. Will he produce every night? No, that's baseball. But a guy, the way he's hitting right now at 2K, I'll take my chances more often than not. It'll pay off. So I'll go right back to that well. And it's even one of those where you don't have to stack Miami. You can really just play Brinson and walk away. Or yeah. you can put Brinson with, like, one other piece, have a two-man stack, and there's all your value right there. I mean, you could go Aguilar and Alfaro yeah. with a three-man. Super cheap. Like, yeah. I'd rather do that than the Pittsburgh one, personally. Then what? Than the Pittsburgh one we talked about. Oh, I 100%. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's an angle to go. Dude, no one ever rosters Miami. Um, it, it's just the, like you could almost no, – we're not game stacking this game. Don't get me wrong. But even on the flip side, like Ortega is usually relatively cheap. He hits everybody right now. Mm-hmm. And um, you have a couple other pieces there. I'm not saying I love Chicago, but the way Lazardo's pitched, you could do worse. I'll tell you that much. I still prefer yeah. the Miami side, followed by Brinson. So, yes, we will be a, a pro Brinson podcast once again. And yeah. until they figure out its pricing, it's going to be a pro Brinson podcast like every day of the week. So, yeah, pretty fun stuff there. Let's head to New York where pro anything is tough these days. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers at the New York Mets. And we are uh, Julio Urias versus Tyler McGill over under eight and a half. You got Urias 99 on DK. He's 10,000 on FanDuel. Miguel is 86 on DK. He's 77 on Fandle, and he has been struggling quite a bit of late compared to the way he started out the season. And that leaves me kind of off him tonight. Are you on either pitcher here? Uh, 
At McGill's price, I'm kind of off him. Um, Urias is a little interesting. He's been pretty solid all year. His K rate at his price, though, is a little scary to me. Mm-hmm. Going against the Mets, at least. And that's the thing with Urias. Like, when we've seen him be good, he's really good. The reason why it's like once in a while is he has to be super efficient. And that's what makes it very difficult for him. If he has like one bad inning, you're going to have a tough time paying off your, your value. That's the tricky part with him. Like he's, he's a very good pitcher. They just don't let him go deep because a, they don't have to and B they need him. So yeah, I mean, tough. the last 20 starts, his average is 88 pitches. You guys want to know how Tyler figured that out? <laughs> the line star app people I'm, I'm not kidding like i don't use it as much on the podcast because i'm not like that quick with it like hands and stuff but i've told people after the show or the next day and stuff like i look at the values every day for the new thing i look at like so many little things it's it's pretty convenient so you know and, all that stuff and that uh that little stat was one of our chat members asked me if we could add it and i was like hey that is a great idea yeah it is and it uh, is. we had it added in like five minutes after that it's per- that's perfect so see come in the chat do all the fun stuff there and you'll get little nuggets like that it's a great tool honestly the baseball stuff's great and i've said it before i love the football stuff like mm-hmm. it, like especially and we'll get back to baseball in a minute but when you are looking for like you know you're running back and they're facing certain i love it to know what defense is to target because it'll show like the, how many points they give up on average all that kind of stuff and you can really kind of uh Find some sleepy ones on that one. So I, I think it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. One of the things I really like with the football is you can see the red zone mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you can see who's getting targeted in the red zone, who's getting the carries and kind of yep. build off that. Yep. I love it. It's a really good tool. So might as well get it for the rest of baseball season and carry it into football, folks. So yeah. just uh, go that way. Hey, if you play UFC, I say they have every sport. So have fun. Uh, yeah. Back to baseball. Urias first McGill. Any, um, any bats you're interested in on this one? Uh, I could go the Dodgers. I'm probably staying away from the Mets, but you know that'd be it. I'm with you. The Mets bats. It's like so tilting. Like even you think it'd be a good spot for Alonzo, and if he went deep, you would no one be surprised. But he's been ice cold. They've been so cold, and on a 14 game slate, I don't need to force it there. Like I'd rather force it with the value of Miami type thing. Like if I'm gonna take a gamble, let's save some cash while we do it and have some fun with that. Yeah, All right. the, the Dodgers could be low owned too. And it looks like it's going to be pretty hot in New York. So, you know, good angle. Yeah. yeah, You might have to pay down with pitching a little bit, though. Yeah. Miguel's been struggling. Like I I was saying Mm -hmm. earlier, is the guy's been great, but strikeouts haven't been there. Lots of home runs. Bellinger's on fire. Um, You got all everybody in that lineup can hit. So just just pick your poison, I guess, and see what you want to do. But uh, it is a good call because they will be probably lower owned than usual for sure. All right, Baltimore at Boston on this one. We got Spencer Watkins versus Nick Pavetta, over under of eleven, folks. Here we go. Um, Pavetta's eight K on DK. He's seventy three on Fandle. Watkins is sixty one on Fandle, fifty one on DK. Watkins pitches to contact. Nick Pavetta's Nick Pavetta. Um, I'm all about stacking Boston. Don't mind my Baltimore bats. What do you like in this game? I mean, obviously, both bats look great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting. Baltimore's ownership to be pretty high. They're a decent offense. They're super cheap. And Pavetta's Pavetta. Um, He can be sneaky good too, though. He has those games. Mm -hmm. So if everybody's on Baltimore, I may stay away Mm -hmm. just because to fade that ownership. 
And that's the frustrating thing because I think people are starting to realize in these matchups, like they play Detroit and they're actually a lot more popular than usual. And I've been playing Baltimore yeah. all season. I've joked about buying Baltimore gear to wear on the show because people make fun of me for playing Baltimore all season because they're always cheap and they're productive and they play in Camden Yards where the ball flies. Like yeah, it's, it's just they, a perfect matchup. They steal bases too. It's not like, you know, they're one of the teams that don't run. Yeah, I, I, I stacked Santander and Mullins today. Mullins stole home and Santander stole a second in the first mm -hmm. inning. There was 15 points. It was like, this is ridiculous. Um, and that's just what they do. Santander is still 2300 bucks. That dude's mm -hmm. August is through the roof right now, what he's doing. So he's a great play. Mateo's cheap. DJ Stewart went deep twice. He's the bare minimum right mm -hmm. now. Like you said, even Austin Hayes hit second. He's he's twenty four hundred on DK. Mullins is only forty three. They're extremely cheap. So yeah, I, everything. Yeah, they're going to be very very popular. On the flip side, though, the Red Sox are in a premium situation against yeah. Watkins. Like, like I said, pitch to contact guy, and so you got the usual suspects there. Like I think Devers obviously is a great play. You got JD. The one thing I'll mention: Kyle Schwarber is supposed to be back DHing. So keep that one in mind. His first game in Fenway. If you guys feel frisky in that sense. Can he keep the hot streak going? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All I want to know is it was interesting because he went for like two rehab games. Like, yep, you're good. Let's go. I was like, yeah. okay. That was quick. So I, like, I'm not excited to go run him into my lineup, but it's like, you know, if you're stacking Boston, it's kind of hard to leave the shore bombs out and, and see what happens there. So will be quite interesting. All right. Let's head to Detroit. Cleveland at Detroit on this one. Zach Plesak, Tyler Alexander. Over under nine and a half in this game. You got Plesak 88 on DK. He's 72 on Fandle. Tyler Alexander's 54 on DK, 55 on Fandle. Honestly, I'm not interested in either pitcher. Are you interested in Plesak or Alexander? No, Plesak's too expensive for me. Okay. And he's a and contact Alexander. guy again, too. So bad. Strikeouts are gone with Plesak. Yeah. So, yeah. What bats interest you in this one? Uh, either side is pretty enticing to me. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, like I said, the over-under was nine and a half. You got a lefty and Alexander out there, so that just already gets Fran Reyes large on my radar. They priced him up, though, so that's good on them. Like, for a while there, he was way too cheap in general, but they've moved him up the price. He's 34 on Fandle, 53 on DK, so that's that's something. But uh, I don't mind Cleveland for sure. As usual, Detroit's cheap, and Candelario is on fire right now. So yeah. that'd be a guy I'd have circled for my Detroit. Like, these are things that should never come out of my mouth, but it's true. You know what? And Castro has some uh, nice BV uh, pitchers or batter versus pitcher data too, where he's uh, hitting 400 against them and 11 at bats. 400. That's not too shabby. That's not nope. too shabby, folks. So definitely something to keep in mind. Again, Detroit, as usual, you can put them right next to Miami, right next to Pittsburgh, right next to Baltimore as your cheap options and kind of pick your poisons in that one. All right, let's go to Texas. Oakland at Texas in this one. We got Cole Irvin versus Dane Dunning coming off the IL. Over under of eight. Irvin is 82 on DK. He's 88 on Fandle. Dunning is 66 on DK. He's 76 on Fandle. And Tyler, I'm a big Cole Irvin fan tonight for two reasons. He's been pitching well. But B, Texas is atrocious, especially versus lefties. If people didn't pay attention on Wednesday, I was all over Marco Gonzalez, and he threw a complete game, one run, got you like 40 DK points against Texas. Irvin got 20-plus his last time out, so I'm all in on Cole Irvin. I I agree. Irvin's great. His price is decent. Uh, he's been pitching great recently. Yeah, yeah. He makes uh, What about Dunning? I usually like Dunning. I'm going to stay out of the way here. Like I don't expect the A's to score 17 runs again like they did on, on uh, Thursday. I'm not, I'm not oblivious to that. But uh, I don't know how long he'll go coming off the IL. And yep. two, he's a ground ball pitcher. So if he starts elevating that pitch, it's going to get ugly in a hurry. So 
Yeah. It's one of those I've said, like, there's certain pitchers. He's so cheap, at least on DraftKings as an SP2. If you want to get weird in the GPP, okay, I could see trying him out, but I don't think I'm going to force myself to get there. Yeah, they've been babying him all year and coming off IL. That's probably, you know, another step of babying. Yeah, and then you get that wonderful Texas bullpen behind it. So it makes Oakland pretty live, pretty yeah. live in this one. If you guys like Starling Marte is hitting everything, and then you mm-hmm. got Matt Olson and company, like it's, it's a very live situation. Agreed. I'm um, on that one. St. Louis at Kansas City on this one. We get the return of Jack Flaherty heading into Kansas City, going up against Mike Miner over under eight and a half in this one. Flaherty's 83 on DK. He's 10 1 on Fanduel. That's quite the uh, great price coming off the IL there. Miner 64 on DK, 8,000 on Fanduel. I'm going to pass on both pitchers. I like Flaherty, but I don't know what they're going to do with him coming off the IL. Uh, so Flaherty actually does intrigue me. Okay. He uh, in his last start, he went 75 pitches. So that tells me that he could be, you know, in the 90, 95 area. And if he's getting that, you know, with ownership probably staying away versus Kansas City, I think it's interesting. Yeah, that's true. Would you pay the 10 1 on Fandle or just the 83 on DK? 83 on DK. Okay. I'm cool. staying away on Fandle. Yeah, that Fandle price was, I was surprised by how steep that was. With all that being said, you know, you got the Cardinals bats. They're just so inconsistent. You think they're going to break out. They do a few things, but nothing great. I will say DeYoung is swinging a very good bat if you want to value shortstop. Mm-hmm. As a whole, it's hard for me to stack them. Are you interested in stacking against Miner, just fading against Miner? What's your thoughts there? Probably not. Um, I saw Carlson went out with injury tonight, too. Yep. So I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup. So that lineup could be a little bit more watered down than it already is. Yep. Um, so I don't want to stack, but then I also don't really like Miner. So yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. It's one of those, and it's usually been hot and humid in Kansas City lately. So it just makes yeah. you wonder, like, should I have a couple pieces here or not? It's going to make it, uh, like I always say, it's the cheap way out, but see what the lineup brings. You might get a couple like little stack situations you didn't expect to get that turn out to be pretty nice. Uh, like I said, DeYoung is swinging it really well. So if he pairs up with someone like Arenado or company, maybe you get a mini stack out of it. All right, let's head to Minnesota. You got Tampa Bay at Minnesota in this one. You got Shane McClanahan going up against Michael Pineda over under of nine. McClanahan 78 on DK. He's 95 on FanDuel. Pineda's 59 on DK. He's 7,000 on FanDuel. McClanahan's been outstanding lately. Are you taking a, a chance on him tonight? Uh, yeah, I I like uh, I like him. You're going to call me crazy, but I like Pineda too. No, I Pineda's one of those GPP guys, especially at 59 on DK. Like yeah. that's like I'm not playing him on FanDuel. Not a chance at 7K. Sure. Like there's other ways I go about that. But I'm with you on DK. It's like I was recommending Matt Harvey the other day, and Bogman's recommended him like three times in a row. Like, well, you, look, he went 100 pitches last game versus Houston, so you know his pitch counts there. Uh, in his last five starts, his FIP is 3.45. Like he's been getting a little unlucky. Like there, there's a chance. Yeah, there is. The biggest thing is, can he strike some guys out? Tampa Bay yep. will strike out. Like they will. They're one of those Tampa teams. Bay strikes out. Yeah, you just gotta like navigate the Brandon Lau home run because he loves facing righties, which. You never know, yeah. but as a whole, I'm with you. I see what you're saying, especially uh, as an SP2 on DK in a tournament. I had no problem at 5,900. And McClanahan at only 78. on, on I, He's got to be popular, I think, at that price point. Hey, so. Absolutely. He has to be popular. I'd say Pineda might be a little bit because 59 is just so cheap. It's very, very cheap. <laughs> the fact you kind of have interest in both pitchers, are you just off on the bats on this one? No. <laughs> okay, what do you got? So this is one of those old four true outcomes games. Yeah, this is the one where if I'm – if I'm playing uh, multiple lineups, I'm probably going to have some of both pitchers and 
some of both that or both bats. You know, uh, probably not that much of uh, Minnesota. That lineup is kind of watered down now as well. But uh, I will have some Tampa Bay for sure against Pineda. Yeah, Brandon Lau just want to use circle versus a right-handed pitcher. Just if you have your funnies expensive, so he comes in lower on than usual. You got that going for you. But I will say the Minnesota thing. Like if Garver, he's been scratched the last like three games, <laughs> so he's hurt or something. But if he comes in there and you got like a Polanco, the thing is, and, and like a Sano, you're going for the gusto, so you might as well get all the home run hitters. But they're just not cheap. That's the only yeah. thing. So see what you want to do there. They'll come in super low owned, like extremely low owned. Um, and then back to Tampa, like Franco starting to hit well too. Big time. You know, like they they're interesting. Yeah, no, I like that one quite a bit. I can see. See some promise there as well. All right, let's head Houston to L.A., Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, over under of nine in this game. Zach Granke going up against Patrick Sandoval. Granke, 85 on DK. He's 85 on FanDuel. Sandoval, 73 on DK. He's 82 on uh, FanDuel. You know, both these pitchers, I'd never Granke. That's just traditional like any other. Sandoval's been good, and he actually pitched okay versus Houston his last time out. He's very cheap on DraftKings, at least, so I have a little bit of interest there. What about you? I hate going against Houston. It sucks. It really sucks. It you don't sleep well. You and I are both on the West Coast like this, so you have to actually like know what you can't go to bed and pretend it went well. Like it's it's not healthy for anybody. Well, they see so many pitches. Yeah, you know true. it's so Good hard point. for your pitcher to go late in that game. Yep, that's a very valid point, and they're not going to let Sandoval go too deep either. Like he's been getting innings. Don't get me wrong, but they're also going to protect his his arm. So. Yeah, maybe that's a good point. There's enough pitchers on this plate. I'm just going to fade both pitchers here. So, <laughs> interest on either bats. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could go to either side of this. Both the pitchers or whatever, more interested in Angels bats, but not super interested. Stacks of the Angels are hard. Very hard, especially with obviously no Trout and company. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, this is, this is pretty much just a stay away game for me is the way I see it. Like, it, it feels like a four to two ball game or something, and it's just like, yeah, like I'm good. It's not going to be too productive here. Um, all right, we'll go to San Diego versus Arizona. Go to the desert here in this one. Blake Snell, Madison Bumgarner, over under eight and a half. Snell's 84 on DK. He's 9,000 on FanDuel. Bumgarner, 75 on DK, 78 on FanDuel. Snell's a guy I fade all the time. He dealt last game against the Arizona. He's pitched okay of late on the road. Bumgarner, I've loved, but it is San Diego. Where do you stand on this one? I hate Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching him. Uh, multiple Padres have lit him up. Yeah. So uh, a Padres stack I do like. Blake Snell I think is interesting. On the road does scare me a little bit. Yep. Yeah, his last two road starts have been decent, which surprised mm-hmm. me. But as a whole this season, not a recipe for success. Yeah. So I'll probably continue to fade Blake Snell. Again, it's a big slate. If it's a small slate, I might have to force my hand. But especially in that 8,400 price frame on DK, there's tons of 83 guys. We talked about 82s. Like, mm-hmm. I, if unless for some reason we see Blake Snell's like 5% projected ownership, okay, well, then I'll have some Blake Snell. But he usually comes in popular, too. Yeah, he yeah. comes in popular, though. Like, people still love Blake Snell. So – it almost makes me want to Arizona bats, to be honest, to be contrarian. But uh, I like your San Diego angle. Who would you use on San Diego against uh, Bumgarner? Uh, I like Machado, uh, Rake, Rake Cronenworth. I always like. Um, who else? There was some other guys that I well, saw. Tatis, some... Tatis might be back, maybe slight chance. I don't think he's going to be. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I saw some stuff today that he's getting close, but I don't I don't think it's going to be yet. Maybe this weekend. Okay. But yeah, you got like you guys are like, like Fams Grisham actually hits lefties very very well, like mm-hmm. very very well. Uh, Myers has hit Bumgarner well. Bumgarner, even when he was a giant, he owned Bumgarner. Yeah, they, Hosmer's hot, and he hits Bumgarner. Like, I yeah, think yeah. there's some ways you can go here. And they're affordable. Some of those guys yeah. outside of like Machado, even Cronenworth's been too cheap lately. But Myers is always cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hosmer's always cheap right now. Yeah. So you could get in there. And and the one thing I always say is like people like just the like novice players, they'll see lefty lefty and avoid. So that's where I love guys like Grisham, Cronenworth, and even Hosmer. They'll mm-hmm. all come in like much lower on than they should be. So you yeah. could pair them up with the chalky Machado and it won't matter. And that's the beauty and, of it. Totally. And I mean, it's baseball. It's yes. like the variance is so high in every yes. game. hundred percent. That's why I go back to my Brinson thing. Like I'll just keep playing him at 2K people. He's hitting cleanup. Is one at bat's all it takes. So, yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's that crazy. Just one at bat, and we're sitting pretty. Yeah. All right, two more games to get to here. Again, if you guys give a rate and review on iTunes for the On Deck Baseball Podcast, we'd much appreciate it. And also, again, check out the Line Star YouTube channel. Give it a, a subscribe, a good old thumbs up there, and tell your friends about it. Because if if it's not my internet or Blogman's internet or something, there's always something you can watch that you will not get by just listening to us that you just laugh at. So it's really good stuff. I highly recommend it. Two more games: Rockies at the Giants. Austin Gomber, Anthony DiScafani returning from the IL. They said it wasn't going to be serious. He was back on the minimum, so I'm not too worried about him. You got Disco at 9K on DK, 84 on Fanduel. Gomber is 68 on DK, 83 on Fanduel. Like these prices, Tyler. Disco at 9K on DK. I'm kind of like, yeah, probably not. I get it. Gomber at 68 on DK. As much as I like love my Giants offense, it's intriguing. But then you flip it over to Fanduel. And Disco at 84 kind of has my attention. So where do you sit on this one? (laughs) In Colorado, away from Colorado. Yeah, it's like, man, this is like, they got a little bit of, this is one of those, we always joke about it. There's certain games that are just so different on the sites where like, okay, he's not in play here, but he's 100% in play here. So where do you see, what do you see with these pitchers? Uh, I could see a little bit of Disco on FanDuel only. Um, DraftKings, definitely not. Uh, Gomber a little bit, but you know, there's other cheap pitching options. Yeah. So I don't know how much I would get of them. It's one of those, if you're multi, I say you're 20 maxing, I'd have like two Gombers. Like yeah. I, I would make sure to have some cause he's been great. He's been really outside of like the one or two bad starts. He's been very good, much mm. better than a $6,800 pitcher. So I keep that in mind. It's just the giants are healthy and they have a lot of righties. So that, sure. that could be scary, but uh, Disco's intriguing. I, I'm very, very intrigued with Disco. With that being said, uh, any bats of interest for you on this one? Mm, I mean, problem with San Francisco is they change out their players and pinch hit so much. It's yep. so hard to stack, uh, stack on them. Yep, 100%. Like like Wilmer Flores, Darren Ruff, like they on paper are great plays in this game. Yep. Just know they better get it done in the first five or six innings because there's a chance that they could play the whole game. There's yeah. a high likelihood they don't. Like Austin Slater... Very mm-hmm. good chance he gets pinch hit for. So, which like, if you're multi entering, you know, you'll probably have some ownership leverage there where people aren't really playing it because of that. Yeah. Like the one that everyone will play, the two, Posey and Bryant, they'll play the whole game. So you're fine yeah. there. And Crawford hits lefties fine. So those are like three guys I could tell you'll play the whole game. Other than that, you're playing with fire. So, yep. but hey, 
it's a game we know that can go off. Last game of the evening for you. You got the Toronto Blue Jays at the Seattle Mariners. This actually looks like a kind of fun one, to be honest. It's Robbie Ray versus Chris Flexen over under eight and a half. Ray is 92 on DK, 10-7 on FanDuel. Flexen is 77 on DK. He's 75 on FanDuel. Flexen's been great at home. It's the Blue Jays. So I'll pass. But Robbie Ray, especially at his 92 on uh, DK, I'm a big fan of. Agreed. Yeah, he, uh, he's probably my favorite payup option tonight. What about him at 10-7 on Fandle? Looks like you have Wheeler at 11-1. Where would you go there? Uh, I'm probably going to still go to Ray. Yeah, it's it, the discounts, it doesn't seem like much, but 400 bucks with a guy in Ray's situation. And it's the old joke I, we used to make when I played NBA DFS a lot, and it, it does translate to baseball. The late-night West Coast games are lower-owned most of the time because people yep. want to watch their guys play. Yep. So, like, you're going to get a Robbie Ray, an ace, in a matchup that on paper, like, I'd say 80% of the time he dominates at very low ownership or lower than it should be. So, mm-hmm. I'm, with you, I'm with you there. Um, I say you can stack Toronto any night you want, and I always start it with Springer T. Oscar. So, I can I'll, – I'll, I'll back that one again if you want. Yeah. They're just, they're just too good. Like, 20 max have, like, two or three stacks. Just do it because yeah. <laughs> they're, they're that good. Um, but all right, that wraps up the 14 game preview as we always do on the show, Tyler, let's recap things real quick. Who are some of your top pitchers on tonight's slate? Top pitchers, uh, Ray, uh, obviously Wheeler, um, Pineda for cheap and Morton. Yeah, I got, uh, Wheeler, Ray, and then you get that middle ground of Irvin and Morton that I'm a big fan of. And then maybe some McClanahan with I like your Pineda call as well. And then I'm going to stare at Austin Gomber a lot. Like I'm, it's really tough for me. I, I shouldn't play him, but it's very intriguing for what he's done. Who are you stacking up on tonight's slate? Stacking up against, I like the Padres. Yeah. Definitely like the Padres, which you know I'm a Padres fan, but I rarely stack them. Yeah. Um, but I like them. Uh, Milwaukee, we went over. I like that. Uh, who else here? Baltimore, uh, Boston, Boston, yeah, Baltimore, yeah. Although ownership wise, I may fade Baltimore. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I like that Milwaukee call as well. San Diego is very live, and then uh, you did mention uh, the Dodgers could be a nice lower owned one. Don't, sure. don't don't mind that one. That could mm-hmm. be interesting. That Detroit game against Plesac, I like because people still yeah. love Plesac. He's not that good. And then Oakland. Oakland going up against uh, Dunning in that bullpen. Yeah. It does strike a nerve as well. There's but, a lot of stacks on this slate. It's it's the year of the stacks. Like You have like five good pitchers, and then all this. That's why the totals are always so high. It's pretty yeah. crazy. But uh, what everybody waits for is the home run call of the day. That's why we make you wait till the end. So you have to listen to the whole show because that's what, you know, it's great like that. But um, you can check out LineStar on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB, and you'll catch the home run call of the day. And this time it'll be from myself, Tyler, and Ryan Humphreys. So if you retweet the home run call, three lucky retweeters will be chosen at random to be paired with each one of us. And if our guy goes deep, you get some free swag. I've given out three things of swag this week, people. So I'm just throwing it out there. I probably won't do it on Friday. But I'm going to try my best because that's like this ridiculously good odds. But um, Tyler, since you're the guest today, who was your home run call of the day? I was actually going to throow it back to you because you have to go second every single, every single day. I have yeah. two different options, so if you take mine, it doesn't matter. Okay, so you're gonna let me go first because usually I like okay, Bogman took this guy, so I'll go over here. Um, for me, I won't. I'll let you have your Padres. I'll be very kind to that. But um, I will go to 
the Boston Baltimore game. And like I said, going up against Mr. Watkins there, give me Rafael Devers going deep for Boston in that matchup. I'll go Devers for sure. Who is your home run call today? I am going with Jose Ramirez. I like it. I like that a lot. It's a great, great call as well. So I think there's two pieces of swag. We've been saying eventually this year we're getting three. We're getting the three, Pete. We've been very close a few times. It's going to happen. So we're yeah. counting on you, Ryan, because we already got two here. Let's um, get so, it. Yeah, so Tyler's got J-Ram. I have the wonderful Devers, and you guys are going to get some free swags. So make sure you tweet that when you see it. But as always, Tyler, thanks for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. It was fun. No problem, everybody. Remember, uh, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store and uh, enjoy your weekend of winning. We'll be back with you guys on Monday, but good luck on this Friday, everybody. This was the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Line Star App On Deck Podcast. Download Line Star App from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck Podcast, support Casey Bubba Bogman and the Welsh by rating and subscribing. Good luck! <laughs>